Hey everyone, this is Yvette Hampton. Welcome back to the Schoolhouse Rocked podcast. I am back this week with my good friend, Zan Tyler, and I am so glad to have her back. And I know you are too, because she's been on the podcast several times, probably three or four times at least. And she's back to bring more encouragement. Uh, you know, there are just some of those homeschooling pioneers and veteran moms who we uh, we need encouragement from them and we need their wisdom. And so Zan is back to encourage us and to share her wisdom with us, just as so many other moms have done in the past. So Zan, welcome back to the podcast. Well, thank you so much, Beth. It is so good to be back with you again. I just love it. Yeah, yeah. Well, we actually just finished recording a podcast on your end because you have a brand new podcast called the Zan Tyler Podcast which is so exciting. Tell us very quickly about that after I say thank you to our sponsor, CTC Math. We are grateful for them. We're grateful for our sponsors. As a matter of fact, Zan is, is, um, works for BJU Press, who's also one of the sponsors of the Schoolhouse Talk podcast. But without BJU Press and CTC Math and all the other sponsors, this podcast would not be possible, along with so many of you who help support this podcast financially. So thank you to CTC Math for sponsoring this episode of the Schoolhouse Rocked podcast. If you're looking for a great online math program, go to ctcmath.com and try them out for free. Um, Zan, welcome back. I'm glad to have you back and tell us about your new podcast that you have. Yes, we're really excited. It's going to launch the first week in August, the Zan Tyler podcast. It's sponsored by BJU Press Homeschool. Uh, and we'll, we're, our goal is really so similar to yours, Yvette. We just want to support and encourage homeschooling families. You know, I've given my story so many times on your podcast, we won't belabor it, but I was threatened with jail and knew nobody when I started homeschooling. And ever since then, my goal has really been for no homeschooling mom to ever feel alone, unsupported, or ill-equipped. And so the podcast mm. is just another attempt on our part to bring them great guests who are wealth of information like you and like Katie Clover and Todd Wilson and Rick Green, you know, just all, all the people in homeschooling that offer so much support and encouragement. Yeah, that's fantastic. Well, it's exciting that the Lord is using you that way. I always just stand in awe of how the Lord uses each one of us and gives us different platforms. And some of our platforms are big and some of them are really small. And um, whatever it is that he puts in our laps, he allows us to somehow impact his kingdom. And so this week we are going to talk about a man um, who some of you may or may not have heard of who really used the platform, right? We could even call it an actual <laughs> yes, platform that God right. gave him. <laughs> it was a literal platform that God gave him to impact God's kingdom for all of eternity. And so we're talking about Noah this week. Um, Noah with no last name. <laughs> we don't know what Noah's last name was. Um, but Zan, you and I got to spend some time together this past summer at the Ark Encounter where we were yes. both um, there for the homeschool events that they were doing. They did two back-to-back homeschool conferences. That's and so right. Garrett got to hear you speak one day and he said, we've got to have Zan on to talk about Noah because it was such a powerful story that she told. And so I said, okay, yay, Zan gets to come back to the podcast. Um, so kind of introduce us to the world of Noah and how Noah relates to us as homeschool families and impacting God's kingdom. 
Okay. Well, when I was a young homeschool mom, I just had, like I said earlier, I had no support, nowhere to go. And so the Lord and his word was very, very precious to me. It was my source of support and encouragement. And there were two verses in particular that kept me focused and kept me persevering and gave me hope. And so one was uh, Hebrews eleven seven by faith, Noah, after he was warned about what was not yet seen and motivated by godly fear, built an ark to deliver his family. And, you know, God says his sheep hear my voice and I might not be a lot of things, but I am his sheep and I can't explain how it all works. But he spoke to me constantly through this verse. I could imagine Noah started building the ark when he was 600 years old. It took him maybe 75 <laughs> years of planning and building to get the ark complete. Yeah, I can imagine he's uh, ridiculed by the townspeople who maybe have never seen rain before. And he's building this big ark because he's telling them God is going to destroy the earth through a flood. And they say, well, how do you know? Well, God told me. Well, they think, you know, a lot of people right. just think, Noah's a nut and uh, can be right. ostracized and all of that. And so it was just, God kept saying to me over and over, anytime that you, every, every lesson you teach, anything you do, you're building your art to deliver your family plank by plank. And we definitely mm -hmm. had that, you know, we were ostracized by people in our neighborhood, our church, our family, and ridiculed. And it's hard to explain the invisible reasons for why you do something. And I love that par part about the verse. It says he was warned about things that were invisible or not yet seen. And so here I was not wanting to put Ty in a system that would, I thought, ruin his worldview, his biblical understanding of life, even though he was only six, I wanted something that would support that and not undermine that. And so this verse was just that in, the encouragement I needed because Noah hung in there for so long and then went through so much with this family on the ark and after the ark. It just was one of those things as a homeschool mom then and now that still encourages me. When we started our first homeschooling organization, our ark, the ark was the logo and our print newsletter uh. was the Ark Builders Gazette. Yes, I know that sounds corny, but oh, it just, it. you know, it just shows how much he was a part of my life. Yeah. You talk about, about Noah building the ark plank by plank. And it's so interesting when you think about how he built the ark. If, if any of you have been to the ark, which I know many listening have actually been to the ark encounter. In oh Kentucky, my goodness, you need to go. And you look at it and it's so massive. Yeah. Yes. If you haven't been, absolutely. You've got to go because it is mind blowing in every way. But you stand in front of this massive boat, this massive building, and it's it's almost like you're, you're like, how how is it even possible that they could have built this, you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But they did it plank by plank. And again, in the end, Noah could look back and he could just say, but God, only yeah, God. Absolutely. And as homeschool parents, we have to build it plank by plank. We're building our families one day at a time, one hour at a time, when it so often doesn't make sense. And, you know, we often do things that people don't, they, they look at us from the outside and they're like, what are you doing? Do you even know what you're doing? Do you even know why you're doing this? It doesn't make any sense. 
But it makes sense to us because we know that it's what God's called us to do. Yes, that's right. And so that's you've right. done that, Zan. I mean, you you did it really when it didn't make sense. <laughs> it makes a little more sense today. But, you know, 30 years ago, it really didn't make sense um, to so many people but you. But you were willing to be obedient to the Lord. So uh, let's take a quick break. And, and when we come back, I want to talk a little bit about kind of that plank by plank and how we build our families and why we build our families one day at a time, one step at a time. We'll be right back. Remember the songs that you learned as a little child? They're still deep in your memory and on the tip of your tongue, and they'll last a lifetime. Imagine if those precious songs had taught you God's Word. Using the classical model, BibleQuest provides both a plan and ready-to-use tools like scripture memory songs, games, and activities to make lifelong teaching of the Bible easy and effective. Simply pick a few tools for the week, practice them together, and enjoy how easy and effective teaching God's Word can be. Try four weeks free at BibleQuestClassical.com forward slash rocked. That's R-O-C-K-E-D. Do you want to encourage independent learning in your students? Do you have multiple students with individual learning styles? Homeschooling is an excellent opportunity to customize your child's education. BJU Press is here to help. For each academic subject, BJU Press has created video lessons that will lead your child through each of their courses. Your child will experience thorough lesson content administered by experienced and engaging teachers who will walk your child through the assignments so they know what to expect. Visit their website at bjupresshomeschool.com to see what courses are available for your student. Okay, That's go to funny. the contest. Right. Okay. okay. And okay. to the contest. To the contest. Yeah, okay. get to it. So, We're dying. Here it is. We are going to give away five DVDs. Here's all you have to do to enter the contest. Leave a review for the Schoolhouse Rocked podcast. Go to schoolhouserocked.com slash summer, and it will take you to just a very simple form to fill out. And then from that, from all of our responses that we get, we will choose five winners. So that's it. Schoolhouserocked.com slash summer. Leave a review for the podcast. We would love that. If you would do that, just take a few minutes. It's super, super simple to do. We are back with Zan. Uh, before the break, we were talking about how Noah built the ark plank by plank and, and um, just how we as homeschool families, it's just one step at a time. And sometimes we can't see the big picture. We can't see what it's going to look like in the end. It's, it's almost impossible it is impossible really to see what it's going to look like in the end, but the Lord knows what he's building through our obedience. So Zan, take us through kind of a plank by plank, um, some plank by plank encouragement okay. and how do we build this massive arc of our family and home education one piece at a time? Well, I think the first thing we need to understand is just that homeschooling is kingdom building work. I think sometimes as moms, we get overwhelmed with the day-to-day -day responsibilities and just the mundane part of life. And we forget that what yeah. we're doing, I mean, I really believe the academics are an important part of what we're doing, the teaching, but what we're doing overall is kingdom building work. It's so easy to lose, lose sight of that. So I think there's 
three things that we do that are kingdom building. One is, um, and, and we've got to remember that the way we decide to educate our kids is not only an educational deci- decision, it's a spiritual decision that has spiritual consequences. So I believe that um, the first thing that is kingdom building work is teaching and discipling our children. And those two things should go hand in hand. Uh, the second is choosing the right ki- content built on a biblical basis. And then the third is we need to remember that nurturing is kingdom building. And, you know, I might start with number three, because I was so surprised to realize that God viewed nurturing as a kingdom building activity. And so, you know, you say, why do you think that? And I think about Jesus's last conversation with Peter before Jesus ascended. And it was the question, and this is in John 21, and he takes Peter, they're, they're together, and he says to Peter, Peter, do you love me? And Peter says, yes, Lord, you know I love you. And he says, tend my lambs. And he asked Peter two more times, do you love me? And he says, then shepherd my sheep and tend my sheep. So the last thing Jesus told Peter was to nurture the flock of believers he had put in his care. And so I think we really need to take that to heart, that God is telling us, you know, Zan, do you love me? Then tend my sheep, tend the sheep. It might not be a million like he gave Peter, you know, but it's my three children and my grandchildren that I am to nurture them, you know, and, and, and that's kingdom building work. That is that character building, nourishing discipleship. That is kingdom building work. And so that was number three on the list first. And then the second one is teaching and discipling. And the great thing about homeschooling is that we can look at how God made each one of our children and teach in that regard. Probably the biggest lesson I learned Mm -hmm. from this was in a co-op where I was teaching a public speaking class, and it was to to about a dozen boys aged 10 to 15. And in that particular class, we were using these National Geographic maps as our impromptu speaking prompt that day. And they were these huge four by six and five by seven maps that I could not, there were probably 30 of them. I couldn't get them folded up at the class and the other class was ready to come in and I'm folding them up and they're ending up about three inches thick. And so this 13 year old (laughs) Shane says, Miss Tyler, give me those maps. I can fold them up. And so he folds up all 40 of those maps and nothing flat and they're sleek and thin. And I said, Shane, honey, how did you do that? And he rolled his eyes at me so sweetly. I couldn't even fuss at him. He said, Miss Tyler, you got to fold them the way they're bent. And the interesting thing about that is I was doing a study by Chuck Swindoll at the time, and I had just read what he wrote about Proverbs 22, 6, which we talk about all the time in homeschool circles, teach a youth about the way he should go. Even when he is old, he will not depart from it. Chuck Swindoll said, we might paraphrase the verse to read, adapt the training of your children so that it is in keeping with their individual gifts or bents, the God-given characteristics Mm -hmm. built into them at birth. When maturity comes, they will not they will not leave the training they have received. And so I really believe that part of the teaching and nurturing and discipleship that we can do so well in our home is because we have the opportunity to study and see how our children are bent and educate them accordingly. 
and uh, and 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 Such working. Such an honor and a blessing to be able it, to do that. It really is. Oh my goodness! I look back on that time with my three children, and I just it, like Elizabeth Elliot said, "There's no greater privilege than being someone's mom," and it's it's just the mm. truth. And then the last thing is just the the curriculum. I believe we choose can be kill, kingdom building. It can be kingdom destroying uh, if we're talking about God's mm. kingdom, or we can look at it at whose kingdom do we want to build the kingdom of God or the yeah. secular kingdom we see in the world. And so that's one of the things I really loved about working at BJU Press Homeschool is just that they have a curriculum that's engaging and it's uh, robust and rich, but every part about it is biblically based. And it doesn't mean they don't study yeah. literature by secular people. It's just an understanding, a biblical understanding that uh, fa- forms the foundation of every subject that's taught. Yeah. Yeah. It's using everything that we teach our kids to point them to Jesus. Somehow. Yes, that's right. Amen. But we have to be intentional about that. It doesn't happen by accident, right? That's we right. We have to really yes. think through what we're teaching and how we're teaching them in order for it to be effective in teaching them about Jesus. Yes, and that's so. how, you know, the the curriculum you choose can really help you and support you in that. Mm-hmm. Now, a lot of people, I mean, you can use secular curriculum. I've got friends who say they use secular curriculum, and then they bring in the biblical basis and, and do all of that. That's a lot of work. Um not to say it yeah. can't be done, but, you know, for me, it was really important that the things the kids read and the things we were doing together as a family just were friendly and nurturing toward their faith. Intentional. Yeah. I mean, it seems like so much work, like you said, yeah. to take a secular curriculum, pull out what is not biblical, add in what is biblical, and then teach it from that perspective. I mean, it, it just, it seems like uh, who has time to do that, you know? Yes, um, yes. And there are so many options for us out there today, you know, that really do teach from a strong biblical worldview. And so that is by far, I believe the best way to teach our kids. Uh, you know, we've talked a lot about curriculum on this podcast and just how we, how we find the best curriculum. And one of the best ways is to talk to your neighbor, talk to your homeschool friend, moms and ask them, what do you use and why? And ask if you can see it and flip through it. But, you know, we won't get off on that trail too much. So um, we're out of time, but we're going to come back on Wednesday. We're going to continue talking about Noah and building our ark, building our the, the ark of our families plank by plank and uh, just some neat experiences that Zan has had and seen others do that even in other countries. Zan, thank you so much for being with us today. Where can people find out more about you? They can find me at zantyler.com, and they can also find out more about BJU Press at bjupresshomeschool.com. Sounds great. We'll put all those links in the show notes. You guys, thank you so much for listening today. We are so grateful that you take your time to spend with us. You could be listening to 5 million other podcasts, and I'm so honored that you are sitting listening to us, whether you're folding laundry or doing dishes, or maybe you're, you know, blow drying your hair for the, um, you know, first time this week, who knows what it, what it is that you're doing, but thank you for spending time with us. If this podcast is a blessing to you, would you consider supporting it financially? Go to schoolhouserocked.com, click on the donate button, and you can do a one-time donation or a monthly donation and help support the ministry of Schoolhouse Rocked so that we can continue getting this content out to other people to bring the encouragement that they need to keep going. Have a great rest of your day. We'll see you back here on Wednesday. Bye.
what we do at IEW is break through the, the noise of the grammar and the writing prompts, and we say, this is what you do, step by step. And I've witnessed it over and over again, both watching Andrew teach and hearing from parents, this is the best writing program. We've made it so easy and made it really affordable. So any mom can teach writing to their children using our course, and we guarantee it. To try three weeks of free lessons, visit IEW.com.